What's up, guys? So I wanted to give you a power rankings in podcast form because you guys are awesome. I'm not even going to put this on Instagram. I'm only going to give this to the podcast listeners because I appreciate you so, so much. Um, you guys are honestly the ones really supporting my dreams to do this professionally and make a living uh, support my family. So I appreciate you guys for that. All right. Number one team on my podcast power rankings thing here we got is uh, Kansas City Chiefs, man. Look, they're complete. They obviously have, you can check the box of franchise quarterback. Okay, that's obvious, right? Patrick Mahomes is that guy. Then you've got, look, special teams scoring touchdowns for them, and they will do that more this season, or they will make, or they will at least create more big plays. You've got defense scoring touchdowns for them. You know, they, they are a team that I have been touting for a long time now. You guys are probably, if you listen to the podcast, know this is like a broken record for me. I've been touting them as one of the most complete or one of the best defenses in the NFL since last year. Um, and since about, what was it, week 10, week 12 last year, somewhere around there. Uh, and yeah, so like they now can run the ball. They've got a nice two-headed monster with Clyde and Le'Veon Bell. They're a complete team. They have the franchise quarterback, a dynamic offense. They can beat you any which way, right? It's just like you pick your poison. You want to, you want to play too high. We're going to, we're going to run the ball 46 times like we did two weeks ago in Buffalo. You want to play, you know, you want to make mistakes on, on offense. Well, our defense will pick six it. You want, you know what I mean? Like there's just so many things they can do to hurt you. They are, they have one weakness as a team and it's their run defense is it's not even a bad run defense. It's just inconsistent and they will get gashed on occasion. So other than that, man, this team is a flawless and very, very dangerous team. So they're my one. They're my number one team. Number two, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Look, talk about a complete team, right? The only difference is their run game isn't quite as good as the Chiefs. Um, it just isn't quite as dynamic and, and, and consistent, but it is good. Um, Tom Brady is now, you can notice, you can look at him and see like, oh, wow, he's comfortable now. He actually knows what he's doing. And his arm is as lively as ever, like I've been saying for two years now. So, yeah, the Buccaneers, the run defense is awesome. You know, they only allow three yards per carry, not 3.5, like 3.0. Last two weeks against Aaron Jones and uh, Josh Jacobs, 20 carries for 32 yards. So, yeah, it's 1.6 a carry. They're, they're just a dominant defensive in, in that in that regard. And then their secondary is good. Their pass rush is very good amongst the best in the league. Offensively, there's nothing they can't do. And guess what? I think it's next week. They'll get Antonio Brown. So good luck with that. They're my number two team. Number three for me is the Pittsburgh Steelers. I've been on this bandwagon for seemingly the entire season, if I recall correctly. And they are the only undefeated team left in the NFL. Like Ben Roethlisberger threw three picks and they still beat Tennessee and Tennessee. Like Tennessee people are, are people that are more thinking that the Steelers are overrated are like, yeah, Tennessee played a bad game. Look, Roethlisberger threw three picks and they still beat you. You know, they still beat Tennessee. So I look at this team and I don't even think they're playing anywhere near their best football yet. But I think it's good enough to get a 27-7 lead in Tennessee and it's good enough to destroy a good Cleveland Browns team. So they're five and they open this week. I saw somewhere as five and a half point underdogs against Baltimore. I don't know about that one, man. All right. So they're my number three team. The Baltimore Ravens are from number four. Uh, I think Yannick Ngakwe gives this makes this a complete defense, right? He was the one. <clears throat> he is the one thing they didn't have is, is a dynamic edge rusher type. And I think for the Ravens, especially most weeks in the regular season, that just fits them so well because they're going to be playing with the lead. 
and he allows them to to not have to not be so much reliant on the blitz to get home right when they have that lead so I think it was Bill Walsh said when you when you get a good offense or when you when your team is good build your nickel defense because you're going to be playing with the lead and you need to get that you get after him uh build the pass rush in the secondary and all that stuff so Yannick does that for them in terms of the edge rusher and yeah I'm slightly concerned about the offensive line and just the overall consistency of Lamar Jackson so far I'm not concerned about Lamar as a as a franchise quarterback so don't don't take this the wrong way but I just think that that's about where they are number four team in the NFL all right, number five for me is the Seattle Seahawks. I think, yes, the defense has its struggles, but here's the thing with them. The defense, as I've noted all year, makes plays when they need to, normally. I know they didn't necessarily do that against the Cardinals, but the defense makes plays when they need to. Russell Wilson wins close games. It's that simple. Like, you can do it however you want. They can run it 40 times a game. They can throw it 50 times a game. Whatever it is, that recipe will always remain or almost always remain true they make big plays when they need to russell wilson is awesome they win close games you know that that's really that simple so that's why i have seattle as my number five team because i just trust them in a big game i trust them i really do number six for me is the packers the green bay packers look they bounce back like your nfl seasons are going to be filled with adversity we've seen we've seen the buccaneers go through some adversity we've seen the Bills now go through some adversity. We've seen a lot of these teams, and it will be true for every team. We've seen the Chiefs go through some adversity. And the the Packers just showed you they're the real deal because they went uh, into Houston, bounced back, and beat the brakes off a team that they're supposed to beat the brakes off of. But they did it one week after getting their asses kicked in Tampa. So that was a big win, in my opinion, for Green Bay just because it kind of shows them who they are. Um, the pass rush kind of got cranked up, and if that gets more on the level of it was last year, then look out because they are a dangerous team with very little in the in the way of weaknesses. Number seven for me is the Titans, Tennessee Titans. Pass rush is the only thing standing between this team and a Super Bowl contender. Now, let me rephrase that. I think they are still Super Bowl contenders because I think the pass rush can still improve. We're only seven weeks into the season. And I, I do believe the pass, uh, their pass rush can still improve, and I think it will to an extent. Um, but that is the only reason I have them behind the Seahawks and Packers, and even the Ravens for that matter, is just because that one area, you know, kind of hurts me. And, and when you take away Derrick Henry, their offense is still good, but it's not great. So um, I don't know. I guess I'm not all that concerned about the offense except for the fact that they lost their uh, starting left tackle, Taylor Wan. So that that part of it concerns me. But I just think that Tannehill, I don't trust. I guess what I was getting at is I don't trust him as much as I trust the Aaron Rodgers, Russell Wilson, Ben Roethlisberger, you know, Pat Mahomes, all those kind of guys. So uh, Lamar Jackson, you know, so that's kind of the only an, another one of the little things that kind of docked him a little bit for me. But they're still number seven, still a very, very good and complete team. Buffalo Bills are eight. Josh Allen is at worst a top 10 quarterback in my opinion the defense is getting better even though it isn't as good as it has been the last few years um, I think that the run defense needs to improve but overall they they really put the clamps on Sam Darnold and I know that was Sam Darnold I get it but 12 of 23 for like 120 yards or something is, is not is not good and that that looks more like the Buffalo Bills that we're used to from the last few years so 
Josh Allen, I think, is on his way to playing better like he was the first four games. And I think if he does that, this team is a legitimate Super Bowl contender, assuming the defense gets back to some level of how they have been. Number nine, Cleveland Browns. You hear me. Baker Mayfield, big game. Looks like a game that could be a career-defining, career-changing game, honestly. Uh, he's he's back, but uh, run game is clicking. Even without Chubb, they're a good that, – that scheme and just the, what they do on the ground is impressive with Kareem Hunt and company. And the defense is solid. You know, it's not a great defense, but it's a solid one. I think they are a dangerous team, and I think they are improving. I don't think them, like the Steelers, I, I think are not even – not even close to playing as well as they can play. So I'm high on Cleveland for this year. Number 10, New Orleans Saints. Drew Brees is playing much better than he was. He basically has proven me wrong to jump the gun and say that he wasn't going to be any good this year. He's definitely back to, you know, he's not going to push the ball down the field and that does limit them in some way. But when they can run the ball the way they can and they can, Sean Payton's so brilliant with what he does offensively. I just think Drew Brees can still do he can still be a very good to great quarterback, especially with Michael Thomas in, uh, when Michael Thomas returns. And the defense, if they still improve like I think they will and can, this team is a Super Bowl contender still. All right, number 11, the Rams. This is quietly a very complete team, and Jared Goff is actually balling. Like, people don't realize Jared Goff is playing really well this year. You know, he, he really is. He's, he's, for the most part, not making a, a ton of mistakes, and this Rams defense is good, man. They, they really are. They're a good defense. They, they, they are different schematically than they have been, but that's okay. They're, they just try not to make as many mistakes, and they let Aaron Donald feast. So I like what they're doing on both sides of the ball. I think they're a good team, number 11 for me. So number 12, Indianapolis Colts. And my only concern about the Colts is Phillip Rivers. My only concern is in a close game against a good team, does Phillip Rivers throw that bad, horrible pick six. That's my only concern about them. And and I and I think it's a legitimate concern, but the defense is awesome. The offensive line is fantastic. And they have enough in terms of skill position players. So I just, the only thing I'm worried about, like I say, is Phillip Rivers. Arizona Cardinals, number 13 for me. I like them, man. The defense is improving. Kyler Murray just had his best game of the year. I only worry that Kyler Murray goes back to being the one that showed up in Carolina against the Panthers, Kyler Murray. Like, or the one that showed up in Dallas in terms of the, the passer that showed up in Dallas. I know he was great on the ground, but he is much more um, dynamic on the ground than I thought he would be. And I don't mean that I didn't know he was fast. I knew he was a great runner and fast. I just didn't know that he could be this effective in the NFL. And he is unbelievable with his with, with what he can do on the ground. So very impressed with Kyler Murray. And uh, I think this team is very much in the hunt for the division. I don't think they'll get there, but I think they're a wild card team. I really do. All right. Chicago bears are 14 for me. Um, the offense worries me. It does. And I, and I was critical of them benching Trubisky for Nick Foles, mainly because when you look at who Nick Foles is, the guy last night is going to show up. You know what I mean? That's, that's going to happen. And with Mitch Trubisky, if you stayed patient, maybe just maybe, even if there's a 90% chance it wouldn't happen, maybe 10% chance, 10% likely you'd get an elite, not, not an elite, but a franchise quarterback, somebody that to, would probably be better than Nick Foles. And I just don't like the, I don't like the move to, to bench Mitch so quickly, especially when he was undefeated. But um, 
yeah, the run defense also isn't great, but the defense overall is awesome. So I'm just a little less high on the Bears than most people are, but I do appreciate you know the fact that they have a very good defense and and the way that they try to win games. But I just I don't think they run the ball well enough, and I don't trust the offense. And uh, like I said, the run defense has some leaks every now and then, but it's not a huge issue. Number 15, San Francisco 49ers. Yes, I have them ahead of the Dolphins, and I don't care what you say. San Francisco, defense and run game makes them dangerous. Point blank period. Kyle Shanahan is a masterful uh, game planner and and just the way he can scheme things up and call plays and and coach really head as a head coach too, not just as a play caller. But look, it makes them dangerous. And I, I know the Dolphins beat them, and I have the Dolphins at 16 here as we move along. But I, I think the 49ers are just a better team. I think if they played 10 times, San Francisco wins at least six. So that's that was my logic on having them ahead of the Dolphins. But hey, people sleep on this Dolphins defense, and I'm not one of those sleepers. They are getting pressure. They are also very good in the back end. I mean, they got lit up a couple times early in the season, I think, in terms of the pass defense. But that is not happening anymore. And like if Tua Tagovailoa is the guy they drafted him to be, this team is absolutely a playoff contender. Imagine, imagine if they had Justin Herbert. That's all I'm going to say. All right, moving on. 17 is the Detroit Lions, man. I think this run defense is improving dramatically. They the last, they were the worst run defense in the NFL two weeks ago. Since then, they have allowed 12 carries for 29 yards to James Robinson, 23 carries for 63 yards to Todd Gurley. That's a combined 35 for 92, just a 2.6 yards per carry average. So this run defense has definitely improved, and the defense overall has improved. They've only allowed 38 points in the last two games. So Detroit, to me, is an, another one of those teams that's going to be right there in the thick of the wild card hunt in the NFC. So it, Matt Stafford's playing well. The offense is starting to be able to – to move the ball consistently and, and Kenny Galladay's a beast. So I, I just like the Lions. I really think that they are a team that really could be in the mix for that, that NFC wildcard spot. All right, number 18 is my Carolina Panthers. Yes, I know they're three and four. I get that. <clears throat> but when I look at this team, I, I the way the offense is so, so, so efficient, you have to know they, they were three and two. They lost two, two in a row. Those games that they lost were against – the New Orleans Saints, and the Chicago Bears. So I think the Panthers are very much in the thick, maybe not playoff caliber. They'll be just probably – they'll definitely be in the hunt until very late in the season. I think the defense is is decent. I think the secondary is very good, and I think that just the way they play pass defense is awesome. I think they're vulnerable against the ground, but I think overall with the way this offense is clicking on all cylinders, Joe Brady is doing a fantastic job. I think they're a dangerous team every week against anybody. Number 19 is the New England Patriots for me. Look, I know the offense has looked bad the last couple of weeks, but I think that if you just give Cam a, you know, a little bit more time to kind of get his cohesion back going with what he had before the COVID-19 up uh, kind of messed him up, I think they'll be okay. And the defense has to get better at stopping the run. They've been abysmal the last few weeks. But overall, that's still a very dangerous defense. <clears throat> All right, Philadelphia Eagles, number 20 for me, and uh, number 20, yes. And they're, to me, it's just because they have a very good, maybe even a great defense and an improving Carson Wentz. And Carson is doing it without a ton of help over there on the offense, and I think that that makes them pretty much a dangerous team. I think they are probably the front runners for the NFC East crown. I think it'll come down to them in Washington, though. All right, 21 is the Las Vegas Raiders. Look, Derek Carr, to me, I said this in the previous podcast today, 
the fantasy one. If you look at this team, if let's say they win three or four games, this guy's name will be brought up in MVP talk. I really believe that. So I think that the Raiders, yes, they have issues on defense. I get that. But they play very hard and they have a lot of weapons on offense, actually, very quietly, a lot of weapons. 22, Los Angeles Chargers, the defense and a stud rookie quarterback. What more can I say? That is their team. They're, they're a very good defense and a stud rookie quarterback in Justin Herbert. So um, I'm thinking this team can really honestly make a push for the uh, seventh seed in the AFC. Number 23, and this is kind of strange. I know I have the Houston Texans at 23, even though they're a one-win team. Um, I believe Houston is obviously better than their record would indicate. I also think that that uh, Deshaun Watson is good enough to string together some wins here down the stretch. I, I, you know, I just I trust them more than a lot of these teams below them. So that's kind of my logic for that. Number 24, Atlanta Falcons. And I know another one win team, but a lot of these teams are one win from here on out. Atlanta is just so talented. You know, I have to give them some respect just in terms of the overall talent they have on that team, especially on the offensive side of the ball, but on defense, too. Number 25 is the Minnesota Vikings. Another similar story like. Kirk Cousins is like second in the league in air yards, and he's still top five in on-target throw percentage. So it's not like he's been just awful. It's just that he's been very inconsistent in terms of his just overall productivity. So, And the defense is having a very hard time there in Minnesota. The Number 26, the Giants. I think this, uh, this defense is a legitimate top 10 defense, and I believe that Daniel Jones is not really getting – a fair shake, if you will, no pun intended, to to be you know a legitimate quarterback for them. He's he's just under pressure far too often. Leads the NFL in, in pressure rate in terms of when he uh, per drop back, and that's an issue. So number twenty seven for me is Washington Football Team. Congratulations to Ron Rivera for finishing up his cancer treatment. I'm I'm pumped for him, and he's got that defense playing at a very high level. And the offense, and finally, Antonio Gibson had the breakout game. I just hope that can continue because going into that game, Washington was the worst run offense in the NFL. So I, I like what they're doing. I think they're young. They have some nice little pieces on the offensive side of the ball. Kyle Allen's playing okay. I'm a fan of what the Washington football team are building, but right now they're 27th for me. Number 28 is the Denver Broncos. <clears throat> um, look, I think they're a well-coached team. I just think they're a little bit devoid of talent. You know, I think that... The Drew Locke is actually leading the NFL in air yards per pass attempt right now, if you didn't know that. And he's also pretty high up there in on-target throw percentage. But um, I think they just, they're just young on offense, and they are missing a lot of guys on defense, and they're just not that talented on the defensive side of the ball. But they are at least a, a decent defense. And offensively, I think they will have better days when they play you know, a little easier competition. Number 29 is the Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, Joe Burrow had his best game of the season, but I just worry about this team in terms of they're not ready to win right now, right now, but they're close. They're very close. Like they could be, they could be the Cardinals of next year, you know, turn around in, into a legit playoff caliber team just one year later. So Joe Burrow looks good. That's the most important thing. And, and Zach Taylor's, you know, whatever. I'm not, I'm not a huge fan of Zach Taylor as a play caller. I thought he would be much better than he is. But hey, when Joe Mixon comes back, hopefully he can get him rolling like he should. Um, number 30 is the Jacksonville Jaguars for me. I like Jacksonville. They have, they're a young team with a lot of nice pieces, but not enough, not quite enough nice pieces in terms of being able to win right away. But they're still a solid team, and, and uh, I think the future is bright there. 
I know they're going to want to get a new quarterback. I think Minshew's okay. But if they, hey, if they end up landing Trevor Lawrence and, and uh, you know, getting some more pieces on the defensive side of the ball, I think they'll be all right. 31 is the woeful Dallas Cowboys. And, yes, they deserve it. Okay, they're 31st best team in the NFL. Dak Prescott has made more money in these last what, two games sitting out than he could have if he was throwing for 6,000 yards this year because he shows how just how valuable he really is. Like he is clearly, he was clearly the glue holding that team together, point blank, period. Nobody can tell me nothing. Dak Prescott has made every single dollar he's about to get paid and he will get paid. Believe me that. Uh, number 32, the New York Jets. Um, it's unfortunate, man. I, I, I think that Adam Gase is, I think it's a ticking time bomb to get fired at this point. And overall, I just think the Jets, they actually showed some real heart in, in terms of how they played defense against the Bills, didn't even allow a touchdown in that game. So that was impressive. And overall, I think, you know, what, what can you say? They, I want to be positive. I try to always be positive here, but things are looking rough in New York, but they do have some talent, young, talented players across the team. So I think that, that is the bright side, and um, I'm also considering if it means anything to you guys. I'm considering taking them. I think they're like 21 point underdogs against the Chiefs this week. I'm really considering taking them. Maybe I'll tease them and get it get it like 27, 28 points. So <laughs> that that might uh that might make you know I don't know that might make Jets fans feel better. But hey, what can you say? Anyways, guys, that's what I got for you. Power rankings. Peace.